0: Do you think do you think Ragnarok, Um do you credit him for any of this? No, because he just do you came think actually the other thing. That's or do you think I'm it was even, a self-destruction thing? Is that's is why that.
1: I'm even more outraged. He didn't get his visa. We lost to fucking Michael Carrick, mate. Oh
0: that's I'm, I'm,
1: today was not a good day, mate. Today was not a good day. That's all I gotta say. Arsenal have this is this is good though. This is good because I feel again. But fuck, man, that's that's bullshit. You know what though? I, I'll say this: I still think we're a good team. On today's Footy Corner, Ronaldo nets his 800th goal in United's 3-2 thrilling win over Arsenal at Old Trafford to get things back on track for the Red Devils. Jack Grealish's boot at Villa Park, but he gets the last laugh as City come out winners, handing Steven Gerrard his first loss at Aston Villa. Liverpool ripped the Nets four more times. Not even a puky goal can keep the Norwich owner awake. And Purdue basketball is really fucking good. Along with the typical predictions and gambling corner, next. Yeah. And we are back on the footy corner Two episodes in one week. Shout out to us, Irene How's everything going?
0: Everything's going good. I uh, got the booster. I got to end up getting it the next morning because when I went back, <laughs> same narrative. <laughs> Did you yell at the lady? No, because I don't want to be that guy that makes a scene at Walmart. So <laughs> I took the high road and scheduled it at home. <clears throat> uh-huh. um, got that in the fool all in one. And I ran five miles today, so. It's been two days since then, though,
1: hasn't it? Because you went two days ago. Because Yeah, yesterday, ago.
0: yesterday, like, it felt like a minor cold. And then, like, the worst part, surprisingly, was just, like, my arm being sore. Your arm. Like, out of everything, yeah. So, and, and, like, today I woke up, had, like, a coffee tea. And after, like, 12, I was good. So, and I ran, like, five miles, so definitely nowhere near the first two and I took Moderna and like people freaking, I was, I was, I felt it really bad. So.
1: Yeah. That's what I've noticed about the booster. A lot of people are saying this booster, the biggest thing is the arm being sore. You know, the rest is not as bad as the first two. So uh, shout out to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to also give a shout out to, you know what, since we aren't doing nonce of the week, let's give a shout out to Antonio Brown for getting suspended three years. We were talking about, COVID shots. He faked his record and you brought up a good point. I want you to say it on the air to the people.
0: Yeah. Aaron Rodgers literally did like, <laughs> not the same thing, but I mean, lied about being vaccinated. Right. Yeah. And, um, nothing happened to him. Right. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, NFL plays favorites. Some, some leagues play favorites. Uh,
0: I mean, that's what it is. And then the, the worst part is if Antonio Brown says something, he's going to be labeled as crazy. So, Welcome to society in 2021. <laughs> we got
1: and we got a lockout in baseball. There's a lot of stuff happening all over the sports world
0: today. I was um, I mentioned that or yesterday to to our dad, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Good." I was like, "Why?" He goes, "That's the most boring sport ever." So, I mean, if if the White Sox weren't good, I'm I, I'm here to say that like I am a bandwagon baseball fan. Like if the White Sox, I mean, I'm a White Sox fan, but I'm going to say like, if they they weren't doing good, it's not like I'm going to watch them. Like if they're like 50 and like 60, I'm not going to watch them. Like there's no, like, you know.
1: I think to an extent everyone is because no one can sit for 106. Like, I don't know anyone that watches every game, uh, but it, you know, so we're the type, I think I'm the same. We're like, you'll watch your team. If if they're doing well, you'll tune in on a nice summer day when you're not doing much else but then, when like when it comes to October, that's when like I'll start watching all the games. <laughs> the playoffs are kind of fun. That's the one yeah. sport that's like playoffs, and then every other game's like eh. the last. The last two three
0: years, I've watched two years. I watched like honestly, I'll I'll say most of the White Sox games each season, like well over fifty percent. Um, but like like I said, that's just because they're hyped up and like people are like they could have win the World Series. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch this team. But yeah. I'll let you, But as soon as they. <laughs> as soon as they like start to play like the tigers i'm out bro like i'm not out but like i'm not gonna waste my time on that got other things to do bro you know
1: the tigers are up and coming mate i'm telling you they're, they're up and coming they they got you know, a bunch okay. of guys i don't I'm know how
0: i'm just like out, outside looking in fair i swear <laughs> everything about detroit they say that <laughs> the red wings the tigers i mean the lions I don't know if they've really hyped them up coming back. I mean, the city, like everything. And you want me to be honest with you? I what? Like I have not seen any improvement over the last couple of years. Like I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Uh, Detroit's
0: like that one player that was hyped up to be something special and then just still just no. It's the like, um Adnan Januzaj. Yan-
1: That's what Detroit is. Shout out Adnan Yanyuzai. Detroit as a city or Detroit sports? As a city, including the sports, it's Adnan Yanezai. Okay.
0: Would you agree? Some
1: ideas. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. We have to see how their team does next year. But, yeah, um, (laughs) they haven't been good for a while. And I know people like Steve, shout out, agrees. Uh, So, shall we just jump into the action then? We're coming into a lot of matches. You know, this is the time of year that – you know i i always love when it's like you know when my teams play when games are coming up but i've noticed nowadays as i've gotten older as it gets more hectic I'm like dude just give me a couple days i need a couple days but um i guess it really depends what the result is so on a day after today i'm ready for the next matches but after we win i'm like i'm i'm chill i'm chill for a few days here so anyway uh let's jump into it let's just jump into a happy thought first at least for You and the other uh, panel members, I'm not sure about all our listeners, Uh, Everton 1, Liverpool 4, Henderson scoring, Salah getting a brace, Jota scoring, and then Damari Gray scoring in what seemed like a, you know, he did get a goal, I guess, in between all those goals. Um, Everton fans leaving the the stadium after 19 minutes. Uh, It seems like all the Merseyside Derbies have gone this way. It's not really even competitive anymore. I don't know how you, if you get up for it as a fan, but as a neutral, even I'm always, I'm almost like, well, kind of know what's going to happen. It's going to be a training pitch match. and Liverpool's going to kill them three straight games, four goals. How, how are you feeling?
0: Um, I mean, I still got up for it, mm. but um, I think I speak for every Liverpool fan. When I say this, we going into that game, we knew we'd win or like we had a very good feeling that we'd win, maybe not new, but I think the biggest thing to come out of it was just no injuries because that's what everton does to us every year last year they took out tiago and um what was it two years ago was the allison incident yeah
1: i think uh, so i don't remember I, or maybe. no yeah i don't know something no I mean, it was last year wasn't it you missed him last year you won it two years ago you had him every game when you won it last oh, year yeah. you didn't have him yeah that's right it was in october of last year last season yeah. october of nineteen.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they took out Tiago too. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those. And then a couple years ago was that gnarly injury on Origi. Like it's, it's to the point where that's what they do. Like we'll, we'll be winning by like two or three and then they'll injure someone. So the most important thing was no one got injured that game. Um, and yeah, we sent a lot of, after 20 minutes. They showed the exits and people were already leaving. That was pretty cool. Um, and then the smoke. On the field, Salah scoring two goals. As of right now, if if voting for the Ballon d'Or starts at a certain time period. You're still fuming
1: from, from earlier this week.
0: I, I went on that rampage. And then, like, if you watch his second goal, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous. He stole the ball. And... Went like sixty yards with Seamus Coleman breathing down his neck and got past Pickford. Like it's ridiculous, dude. Like this is stuff. What like prime Messi esque, and it, I'm not even over exaggerating that. Yeah, he.
1: You know, obviously he's, he's having a good run. You're safe picking him as your your goal scorer in our in our prediction contest. Uh, I'll say, you know, it, is it pretty obvious now? You know, we're going to talk about the other two teams in those. Then that group of three is what I call the top teams. Is it quite obvious that Liverpool is the hottest team in the league right now? If there were power rankings put out, they're they're number one as it stands. Um, and it's and it's gonna be tough to crack them. If you know any team coming up to face them here has a tough task ahead. They came out of this international break firing.
0: I would agree, but I think it was just three games
1: ago where we um was it lost?
0: Yeah, straight it off. was,
1: but but three straight games of four goals will fix that, right? I mean,
0: yeah, that's true, but I mean you can't. I think Chelsea and city have been on like a winning streak. So I don't know if I'd rank Liverpool number one, to be completely honest, because what, I mean, I don't know.
1: I, I don't saying, want to be biased, but we always go on different wavelengths when I'm like, Oh, I don't think they have enough depth on And now I'm like, here I'm, I'm saying they are the number one team, right? Now. If I were to pick, Hey, you have a game. My team has a game away. to yeah. so One of these three teams, I would not want to be playing with. I,
0: I would agree, but that's not, Unfortunately, I don't know. I feel like that's not how power rankings always go. If you if you're really going off of form, I feel like Liverpool out of all of the three teams has lost the most recent. So it's only fair. I okay. mean, that's just but I agree with you. I have, but I'm also a little biased when I say that. Like I genuinely believe um if they're healthy with this midfield that played, the Fabinho Henderson, Tiago, when we have Tiago, we, we haven't lost when he starts. It's a stat. We literally mm-hmm. have not lost. We have like two draws and like eighteen wins. Like, if he plays, we're getting at least one point.
1: So yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say the, the next week. <laughs> yeah, with the exception of next game can be a little tricky, but the next three games here I'm looking at are pretty navigable. So, um, you know, I, I would look for the three to even separate themselves more from this this pack. And I think uh, the yeah. good
0: <laughs> the good thing is with with Liverpool that you can't say with like teams like City. I don't know how Chelsea is at home, but when like they, when they say home field advantage, I truly believe some teams have that and some teams less. Mm
1: -hmm. And I
0: think Liverpool out of every team in the league has that home field advantage the best. So they have that going out of like the three team race. I think like if you, I don't think Liverpool will lose a home game this season. If they drop points, it's going to be on the road. Yeah. They were.
1: It's not even. I agree. They do play. I mean, they're one of the teams. There are a couple of teams that play very different home in a home and away, but yeah, uh, you know, they're, they're very good at home. So, well, if this was an away game, but, but I guess not long travel, let's, let's look at the other side of Liverpool. It let's seemed look. like a
0: home game because most of the Everton fans left a little early. So there you go.
1: Let, let's look at the other side. Let's look at Everton real quick. You know, we, we mentioned it briefly in a couple episodes that they're not doing well. I actually remember our previous panel episode, um, that Steve mentioned quietly, Liber- uh, Everton have been quite shit. Uh, P.S. We need to do more episodes yeah. during games because I actually I re-listened to that the last the O Canada one, <laughs> and it was fucking good. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Everton, I mean, you look at their their last eight matches. So ever since uh, the beginning of October, let's when the calendar went from September to October, draw, loss, 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 draw, loss, loss, loss. So, no wins, six losses, two draws. Uh, the draws, funny enough, to United and Tottenham. The losses to uh, West Ham, Watford, Wolves, City, Brentford, Liverpool. Uh, today, I saw something that Moshiri said that Rafa Benitez is safe. You know, that's what owners say when it's close. Do you think Rafa might be the next manager out?
0: Um, I don't. I don't know. It's tough because I feel like Everton feels like they need someone that they believe is better than Rafa Benitez to replace him. And right now with what's available, and like you have to keep in mind you're Everton, it's tough to come up with those solutions. Um, I mean, I listened to Talk Sport after and Everton, like to be fair, that like when Everton lost to Liverpool, like obviously fans are gonna be pissed off, call in. Like they were saying Rafa should get fired. But like, if you were going to fire someone, don't make it after like a Liverpool game or like a city game or Chelsea. Cause it's like, what are you saying? Like they had to win that game to save your job. Like the odds are so slim, you know what I mean? So, but the form makes sense, but I don't know. I'd give it like one more loss. And if they lose one more time, I would have to agree. I hate saying that. And I think Rafa is a good coach, but at, at some point you got to, it's like, it's like, you got to um, stop, you know, stop the bleeding while well, he can almost. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, but who's, there's no one better than Rafa Benitez out there,
1: right? Like, <laughs> yeah, but I think, so you, you mentioned, you know, Hey, you don't want to do it after you use Liverpool, but again, if you're an Everton fan, you were hoping there'd be a little more fight. Like after 19 minutes, you're down to nothing. I think there's some, they, they, they made a two one. They, right. they, Eventually they did, but there's some perception in like, hey, if you go into it at least you know into half in a close tight game, at least you're you're given hope. I mean, I guess they didn't make it two one, but still, you could see the chances were heavily favored one way. They they you know there wasn't when it was two one. Were you worried they were going to tie it? <laughs> Probably not. It was
0: just a little bit in my head, but like I was more confident in. Uh, but when we got the third, I knew we'd get a fourth. Like that's just how mm-hmm. Liverpool is.
1: So I think Rafa is. I don't know i should. feel the like quality, when keeps losing you can't you can't go on the same guy but i
0: wouldn't base it off this game because the quality between the two teams is night and day like that is literally
1: Well, yeah but that plus the previous six games and then their, their next three are arsenal at palace at chelsea so Leicester at home after that which yeah but uh
0: i i don't you know it's tough i don't know but uh, that my philosophy is if you fire someone, you have to bring be bringing in someone that you genuinely think like can do better. But if it's big an interim, dunk. I guess do whatever. But how about big yeah. dunk? That's what people were saying on Talk Sport. Well, there you but go. Like an interim? Yeah, why not?
1: They did it last time. And who knows if they wouldn't. Wasn't just... it for a shorter amount of time, though? Or was it for. It was for a few weeks, I think, it was, because I remember he in his first interim match it was against Freddie Lundberg, which was interim Arsenal manager interim, for like three interim. four matches uh, between Unai Emery and Mikel Arteta. So uh, mm-hmm. there was wild times then, but people liked him. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see how that goes for, for Everton. They'll be they'll be a team to watch. They got some games coming up, and I mean, they're I feel not bad for them, really
0: but at the same time, I don't. You know what I mean? Like I you say. I feel bad for them, but at the same time, I don't. I don't know how to explain it. But yeah. um, that's tough, man. That's
1: <laughs> well, like we said it.
0: it. We said it. We always say it every year. They're supposed to be better and they suck.
1: There you go. Yep. You go. I heard it on a might be <laughs> I heard it on a podcast the other week. You can always take Everton and put them at 10 plus or minus two or three spots, and that's about where they'll finish. So yeah. uh <laughs> Let's go to a team. Now, you know, we go to the top three, just one point above Liverpool still. Manchester City winning 2-1 away to Aston Villa. Diaz and Bernardo Silva scoring in the first. Ollie Watkins made it 2-1 in the second. Villa pushed hard for for an equalizer in the end. Didn't get it, but, you know, hey, I'll give them credit. They've looked a lot better under Steven Gerrard. But the first thing I want to ask, you know, City did a good job. They didn't start Jack Grealish but they warmed him up with about five minutes left and brought him in with about like two minutes left. And he got booed. Uh, some, some, a few people did clap. It was a majority boo. I heard somewhere. I don't know where someone said that they booed him because he celebrated an earlier goal. Did you hear about this?
0: Yeah, I saw it.
1: Did he like, did he, I, I didn't, I he was wasn't teaching.
0: celebrating like when they scored, he was like smiling and looking at the celebration and mm-hmm. then, like, when he noticed the camera was looking at him, he, like, went back and just, like, s- straight face. He he saw the camera looking at him. So it, he wasn't, like, yeah. overdoing it. But, like, from the bench, he was happy that his side scored. I mean, but, like. Which you're entitled to be. <laughs> especially in, in a in a race like this where it's, like, even if you draw, it's, like, a loss because you'll get lapped. You'll get yeah. passed yeah. by, any, you know, so. hmm I can't blame Grealish for like celebrating the way he did. Cause it wasn't like, a, it wasn't like out of bite or it's not, like he ran on the pitch and like, you know,
1: so that's wild. Would I you have Jack Grealish if you were an Aston Villa fan? Absolutely not. <clears throat> okay.
0: Why would I? No, no, because the gap between Villa and city is big enough to where you could just put your arms in the air and just be like, <clears throat> all right, he's after trophies that we can not obtain in his career. So, you know.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. So um uh, did City, do you show any cracks in perhaps letting Aston Villa back in it late in the game or giving them good chances, uh, you know, to, to have some goes at goal? Or do you think, hey, sometimes you just got to hold on on the road?
0: So that's the thing. That's the narrative that's going to be drawn was, oh, City like held on at the end. But I think the bigger narrative should be how how different Villa looks under Steven Gerrard like how much better they look um the last two games they were they were really good and then this game you fall behind two nothing against City it's tough but they got to a point where they were close to equalizing at some points like to me I think any team in the league if you could tell them like you're like they will gladly take any type of three points at Villa Park like and mid-table teams are going to want only one point, like that's their goal to draw. So this is a really good team under Gerard. It's like night and day. He, he brings out the best in them. So um rather than kind of critiquing pep and city, I think, I think they did well to hold on. I think they went into Villa park and got the job done. Honestly, that's how I'm going to look at it. How about you?
1: It's it's almost as if Steven Gerrard realized that Dean Smith didn't, Hey, maybe if I play Leon Bailey, Ollie Watkins and Emmy Buendia at the same time, will look better. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he's finally, you know, Leon Bailey barely played until recently and uh, you know, fitting these guys in all together, you know, the, it didn't work because it wasn't a four, three, three before, uh, you know, imagine now when they, when they have your boy Trezeguet back um, and, and Danny Ings back. They're oh, both injured. Fraud bro. He's fraud, but yeah, that's true. Fraud, and, and who knew putting a man in mid, in the center of midfield named marvelous would do some, some magic. For you. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, <laughs> doing good. He's friend Marvelous of the pod, so we up. can't. He we, he's friend of the pod, so we can't go at Marvelous. No, absolutely not. You know, they're gonna miss him when he's at uh AFCON with Zimbabwe. Or they even qualify? I don't know. But uh hey, uh, you know, yeah, no, I'll give a shout out to Bill. As I said, they look much better and um City, you know, we look for we look to see when they'll be tested. And they honestly probably won't be until the next year. I mean, they have a good good string of matches. They have the depth that other teams don't have in this period. And so, honestly, I don't – you know, then when 2022 hits, they play, you know, Arsenal-Chelsea, you know, in in a couple straight games, even though the Arsenal one they'll probably win. So it'll be really Chelsea that is their next hard game, and then they have a few strings. So nice little run for them coming up. Um, Another team that kept – I have a question for you. Yeah. If you could
0: snag one player in City and put them on your team, who would you grab?
1: Any player. Mm-hmm. Uh currently or you know that when they're currently. in their best form. Currently.
0: Like right now if they're like in January.
1: And, and does this are you talking about my specific team Arsenal or any team? Yeah. For us, you know, we cuz we have some good players up front, it would be nice to have a striker, but City doesn't really have a striker. Honestly, I think so I'll say this. I think Bernardo Silva is one of the better players right now. The problem is we have so many people that play around his position. So you just named the most overrated player in the league. But go on. I, I don't think he's the most overrated player. Easily, bro. Who can Arsenal use? We make fun of how he tucks his shirt in, but like honestly, we need a central midfielder. So I could use I could take Rodri off that lot roster right now. <laughs> honestly, if, if it's Arsenal. If and how about not Arsenal? Team, huh?
0: How about not Arsenal? Not Arsenal?
1: I have a clear-cut number one. I'm surprised
0: you're not saying. It.
1: Maybe Zhao Cancelo. He's played every minute this season. He's been pretty good. Who I'd do you take, go with? I'd take Foden. Okay. Well, he hasn't. He didn't play. He's out. That's or fine. he's on the bench.
0: I would still take him. I think he's better than anyone on City.
1: Really? Easily. Arsenal has so many players in that position, though. You guys, I mean, have a lot of good – I don't know. I I do see that, though. I could see it. But I just think certain teams don't need that type of player. But uh, That's true. But, I mean, maybe like ours. Other teams, maybe. I I agree he's a good player. I'm not saying he's not. Jeff, don't get offended because I know you will. Uh, Let's go to a team that isn't first, Chelsea. uh, 2-1 over Watford. Uh, Mount and ZX scoring there. Uh, Emmanuel Dennis scoring for Watford. Actually, it looked a little scary for a second. Brian even texted <laughs> all the lads. I am not liking today's results. But yeah. then, you know what's funny? So I'm going to tell a little story from my end. When he sent that, I went. I got to, the alert. I went to Flash Score because I had just taught class and I got out and I saw his text. And I go to Flash Score to check all the scores and I'm like, they're winning. What's he saying that about? So I clicked within the match and saw it's when they show the soccer ball and there's no goal score yet, like right after a guy has scored. I'm like, ah, he hasn't seen it yet. Then clearly he Mm -hmm. saw it a a minute later um, because that app is quicker. Uh, You know, Tuchel even said Chelsea got away with this match. You know, was this maybe a come down match after Man United, which by the way they drew, or do you think some of Chelsea's last few performances have been lacking a little bit?
0: I honestly have no idea. I don't know. I was I wasn't watching that game. I was watching a little full game, so I can't comment on that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, like I said, I've always thought they were the weaker out of the top three teams, but um, maybe Tycho's running out of.
1: I don't know. What do you think? Well, in my opinion, this team, you know, it they have some injuries. Reese James, Ben Chilwell were not were not available. So, it's really important to know that. And same with Angolo Kante um, having an issue. Now, I don't know if that's what the issue is. And that's the problem. And Lukaku is coming back. So, he needs don't to be
0: able to So, shouldn't they be fine? <laughs> the
1: the you, you'd think. I believe. Wasn't he on the bench, too? They even played Sal Niguez over him, who is, who's been, who's yeah. been horrendous.
0: Whoa. I heard he played terrible. So... Oh.
1: He's been awful. The whole, like, loan spell he's had with him. It's been a disaster. And
0: he and Liverpool were after him, and I saw on, on LFC Twitter that so many people were just like, we dodged a bullet with this guy. Like, apparently he's that bad. So
1: he, he hasn't worked in the – I'll just say he hasn't worked in the Premier League. Uh, but Chelsea, Chelsea's attack is good, and I feel like when they're healthy, they'll be good. But these, these two last results – there are two ways you could look at it. You could say, ah, it's looking a little worrisome. They didn't play as well. They drew it home to a United team that, eh, you know, it's not great right now. They, they barely won at Watford here. But the other way to look at it is that, you know, top teams find ways, even when they're not playing well, to win, to get points. Uh, so I, I'd be concerned if these injuries are longer term, you know, because you're hitting a period here where there isn't much rest. Uh, and Chelsea's going to find out right away. Their their next few fixtures are are nothing to joke about here. They're playing at West Ham. They play against a Leeds team who likes to, even though they're not doing great, they still run around, you know, and make it like hell for you to to figure out and win. They battle, um, you know. So we'll see how they do. To me, they're the least, and I, I'm so, I'm sorry, Brian. I'll say that they're the least convincing out of these three teams that we've just mentioned. And I I did pick them as my favorites at the beginning of the year, but right now, if you asked me what order would they finish in at the end of the season, I'd pick third for them. You know, right now they're looking like the third best team out of those three, whereas I put Liverpool at one and City at two. So I figured I'd give that rundown after, after the, uh, after we summarize these matches, I guess.
0: Yeah, I would agree.
1: All right. Um, Is that your, is that your top three order too?
0: I'm going to say Liverpool one.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. what I said. And yeah. City too? Yeah. Okay. At the 40 corner too, let us know your guys's current top three. If you had a guess at the end of the season, how it would turn out. Uh, let us know. If All Tiago right. stays healthy. If Tiago stays healthy. Well, a lot of a lot of variables. Gonna, I want to get his jersey so bad. I think a lot of variables, them. a lot of variables throughout the season. I want to briefly mention this match before I get into a little soliloquy next. So I'm going to go a little out of order. We're going to talk West Ham, Brighton, 1-1. Suchek scoring really early for West Ham. Maupay scoring in the 89th minute. And I texted, Neil Maupay is my hero. Neil Maupay is back. Like, I'm good with him now. Because as a team that's fighting for for fourth with a few teams, West Ham, uh, Tottenham probably united at some point. To me, these are the four teams you might be able to throw wolves. But I think the four teams that will be battling are United, Tottenham, Arsenal, and, and, and West Ham. And for West well, Ham, I was ready right to
0: say Arsenal was going to get fourth until today.
1: I mean, I yeah. didn't see the game, but um, we'll, we'll talk about that shortly. Um, I just saw the result and I was shocked. I still think those, but I'm saying those four will battle, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, for some reason, I'm not sold on Spurs, but go on. It, it'll be seesaw. I'm telling you, shit goes up and down in this league. Um, the, the West Ham giving up that late goal and losing and dropping two points. I think at home to a team struggling. We talked about Brighton, very very bad.
0: This is where we're going to see the shit teams. This is where we're going to see the separation.
1: Yeah. Well the, well, the three will separate from these guys. Now, well, no, no, are you no. you saying there's going to be a separation between these guys?
0: No, a separation between like the big teams like mm-hmm. Spurs, like Arsenal, um, to West Ham and who else, whoever else is in the mix there. Because like bigger teams, although you could say the first teams are like in in anyone's opinion could be like equal or they're better. But like at the end of the day, I think the deeper squads have more money. Like those teams have more money and that's where you'll see the deeper squads and the better youth, even that, like, um, so I think like by like at the mid or end January, you're going to see, it's going to be clearly a race. And yeah, I do agree with you. Spurs are, I think Spurs are going to be ahead of West Ham but like I said, you're going to see West Ham fall. Just like I remember when I said Brighton's going to fall really soon and lo and behold they're they're terrible now. The, the same thing with West Ham, but not as bad as Brighton, but we'll we'll see them drop because when you start having more games in the schedule like the holiday season, you know, famously in the Premier League, you're going to see like the the West Ham's and the um I don't know who else is near the top. Is there another team that's small club? I mean, West Ham's not small, but medium, the small club.
1: I mean, Wolves have put a good run together.
0: Yeah, no, but you'll see them. You'll see them drop a couple as well. They're in the same category. So like those two.
1: What I want to say about West Ham too is starting on Saturday on the 4th of December, they have five games in 14 days so and then they have another game four days after that then another game four days after that then another game two days after that another game four days after that so yeah this is the moment and i think this game was a and for that reason even worse they gave up to three points because that was the game to get your points brighton at home is a game you don't drop now you have to go now you host chelsea next right then you have to you know, you have Dino Zagreb in the middle of the week. You might throw some tossers out there to play because after that, it's at Burnley, which is tricky. At Burnley's never straightforward, and it's at Arsenal, um, and, and you go from there. Then you get Norwich at Tottenham. So we'll see uh, how how West Ham how West Ham can respond. But they opened the door. I just wanted to mention that match because I want to give a shout out to Neil Mape and say they opened the door for Arsenal to take fourth today. And here's where I'm going to give my soliloquy. Arsenal should have gotten fourth today. They should have been in their rightful spot, but they lose three, two at old Trafford. Um, Emil Smith Rowe starts the scoring responded by Bruno in the 44th. Ronaldo gets his, uh, his goal in the 52nd. Arsenal gets a goal two minutes later as I'm about to go teach. I had this aim on the side, tied it to the then they, then Odegaard gives up a stupid pen to Ronaldo in the 70th. And that's, that's where it fucking ends for them. Uh, I'll let you say something because I have a few things to say. Do you have do you have I, any comments on this?
0: No, my only comment is I was surprised. So, like like I told you, I was ready to say that we always ask every time who's gonna be the fourth spot. I was gonna I was ready to say Arsenal, but like I said, after this, um, I don't know. I I don't know because I haven't seen much of it. So you got you gotta fill us in. I'm
1: livid, mate. I'm but you also can't be biased, livid. like give a uh, yeah. you know, no. I'm livid. I, I, because, you know, I've been so, cool. I've been nice and quiet about the team and I, you know, I can handle the, the Liverpool loss. I can handle, but mate, it's like they give you hope and then this happens. Right. And I'll tell you why they lost this game. From what I saw, they go up early. They're pressing United very well in the first 10 minutes. United is not pressing very well. United I mean, it was working great. They were playing so well. They score a goal. It was a bit of a freak goal. I don't know if you saw what happened. Um, Fred actually fouled De Gea. So to those that didn't watch the match, Arsenal kicks it kicks in a corner. Fred rolls on De Gea's foot. De Gea goes to the ground and turns his, he like, faces in his own goal. So he's, he has his back to, like, the play, right? The whistle is not blown at all. The ball goes out and Smithrow just blasts it from outside the box and it goes into an empty net because De Gea is laying on the ground facing the the, the goal. And um, Mike Dean had never blown the whistle. He blows the whistle to say no goal, but he blew it after it went in. So they went actually and reviewed it and they called it a goal. Um, So got a little fortunate there, but it was the right call. Then they did something that I'm really, I don't know if this is Mikel Arteta or if this is a young team that's, that's trying to learn. They seem to go into Sheldon, like everything they did. Well, they decided they had no one past midfield. They were playing like Burnley would play against, you know, other teams. They were sitting back. Aubameyang was in his, within his own 40 yards area. And I don't, I don't know why they, they do that so often. They score first and then they'll just sit. And it's like, mate, this is, this isn't Liverpool. This is Manchester United everybody's beating them. Watford fucking beat them for one. What are you doing? You give up the goal. And guess what? Right after they gave up the goal, they start dominating again. They started playing well. So I don't know what, do you think that's on the manager or do you think that's a player thing? You know, something like
0: that. Um. Well, sounds like um, it was because of tactics. You know, you said they kind of stepped out the gas pedal and they, you know, so I think that's a manager thing. Um.
1: See, I want to say that, but a journalist, when I looked it up later, was saying that he was not instructing him to do that. But so who's doing that, though? Why is everyone so far back? I feel like maybe he's got his back. I don't know. I was so mad at Arteta. I was so mad at Arteta, mate.
0: Yeah, Um, I'm not. You you know how I feel about Arteta personally. Um, But um, so where do we stand with Cristiano Ronaldo right now? What where do you stand with them?
1: I have some grievances before I talk no, about Because now, I mean, we're two big goals. I have a grievance before we talk about Ronaldo. Mike Dean, by the way, the penalty call against Arsenal was correct. I don't know if you've seen the replay. Missed Grief. a fucking clear penalty, that bald fraud. He missed it. Slabhead took Tomiyasu down very clearly. No VAR, no penalty. They go to VAR for Martin Odegaard's after Mike Dean says no penalty. They give the penalty. That's the only way Manchester United can win fucking games, getting penalties. They're not good enough. That's so you're saying they get say.
0: the Aaron Rodgers treatment.
1: They do. They do. And they got it today and they fucking won off that. But again, though, Arsenal needs to be better. Mikel Arteta needs to be better. Mohamed Elneny should not be in the game over Sammy Lakanga. Lakanga made some errors against Liverpool. Again, though, Liverpool is better than United. You play Samuel laconga alongside Thomas party who didn't play well either. You could tell cause it's disjointed. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Ronaldo question. Um, yeah. He's got his what? 800th career goal for club and country. Yeah. So,
0: but like, uh, I mean, a lot of people are saying he doesn't track back and this is maybe why their form's not good, but, yeah, but he, he played when he comes up with this, when he comes up with this, I mean, I, I'm an advocate of everyone has to track back, you know, that's how I look at things. And I made it clear with how I've criticized PSG this year. But <clears throat> I, the other people have a point. If you have a player that doesn't track back, but
1: then he's banging
0: two big goals, maybe it's worth it,
1: you know? I think in this situation, when you are, when he's starting the match, you know, he started. Not yeah. when you were winning. And he's the man up front. He's not playing on the wing. You can get away with that. I think you can, um, especially when the other team doesn't give you reason to have to track back because they're playing. They're playing in a shell. So, do you think?
0: Do you think Ragnarok, Um Do you credit him for any of this? No, because he just do came actually. the other
1: thing. That's or do you think I'm it was even,
0: a self destruction thing? Is, is that's why
1: I'm that. even more outraged. He didn't get his visa. We lost to fucking Michael Carrick, mate. Oh. That's. today was not a good day mate today was not a good day that's all i gotta say arsenal have this is this is good though this is good because i feel again but fuck man that's that's bullshit you know what though i'll say this i still think we're a good team i'm gonna say that this result doesn't change my mind we play everton next they have to beat everton they have to step Um, on everton's next because everton is is vulnerable does
0: does arsenal win if ole is at the wheel
1: (laughs) God, no, absolutely not. Uh, As much as I rip on Arteta for today, I, I think at least as a manager, he makes mistakes and then he learns, and then he'll go on a good run. Ole, at least today there was a plan. Ole had no plan. Ole just said, you know, do figure it out. Where Mikel Arteta, like I said, the first 10, 15 minutes, they had a good structure, they had a good attack, and then I don't know if it's their mentality or if he gets scared, but maybe he'll learn. I'm willing to wait it out with him, but Ole, you no, know, Ole, Ole was, was tragic. But but Ragnick was in the crowd, and I think he'll take over their next game. So, you know, they're they're a decent team. People forget because they've been getting slapped around lately. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they're organized. They weren't very organized oh,
0: today. What do you think should have been the outcome based on everything that you just said?
1: Well, that's why I'm mad. I think Arsenal should have won this game. I think they're the better team. From what I watched, they were the better team. They lost because they made a few mental errors. And I think because they, you know, literally when a team is better and drops, it makes no sense to me. And I think they lost the game, really. People might laugh at me. I think they lost it between the minute 13 and 44 after they scored the first goal and before Bruno scored, even though they tied it later. I think they lost it then. And then they lost it on a stupid decision from Odegaard to tackle Fred. What's Fred going to do? Why are you tackling Fred?
0: Ooh. Anyway. Who impressed you most out of Arsenal and United? Like one player from each squad. Who do you think were the best? I'll say for United. Um, Ronaldo. right? Two goals.
1: Yeah. You know what's funny? He, he showed up in the big moments. Um, and scored those goals but between then I actually didn't feel threatened you know is that weird to say like he just kind of seemed to be you know dwindling around I'm gonna almost go with I still think Bruno is very dangerous when he has the ball I always get nervous uh, about what he's about to do Um, and for Arsenal I think I'm gonna have to go with Gabriel Martinelli Uh, I think he he played with some hustle today played with some fight and honestly it was mentioned in our chat I'm very disappointed with Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. I think he should be dropped for the next match. He's been very bad this season. He was very bad today. I say, and and what's with Lacazette not getting a chance? You got to put either Martinelli or Lacazette up front. Saka hopefully is fit now. They don't
0: want him getting injured uh, because I think they want to get him out in January, right? So if he gets injured now, that's terrible. (sighs) You're trying to win. Then
1: then you got to put Martinelli up front. You know, you got to put... Those guys and, and let Saka Rowe, and um you know whoever play across Odegaard maybe maybe uh maybe you do play Lacazette as a false and that's what helps Abami when he plays with Lacazette. So you gotta mm-hmm. put Lacazette back in the side. I don't care what you're if you're trying to sell him or not. I will say this too. Big rumors today, because they need a striker. Big rumors today that they're gonna try to go for Dominic Calvert Bloom. So we'll Who's see. Who is also injured? Yes, currently it's also injured, would fit right in. Um, I also forgot to say uh, Ferran Torres might go to Barcelona. Just a heads up. Good for him. Which is funny. Um, anyway, being a bench player. <laughs> right. Uh, the one thing I also want to mention before we leave Garbalish, it was released uh, recently that two months ago he fought off a car thief who had a baseball bat. I'm not sure what it is with footage that comes out about Arsenal defenders fighting people with weapons, but um, I wouldn't attack Garbalish, would you? No.
0: They always seem to attack the last person you want to attack on this team. (laughs) Well, to be fair, I think they were going after Otsil once, right? Which is probably a good target. I don't want to say that. Sounds bad. Right? Good target. He's someone that has money and he's a skinny little fella. So, like, he's someone you target. (laughs) But, like, I wouldn't go after Garbalish or um, who was the lad that defended Otsil?
1: Uh, Kolasinac, who yeah, still he's, is on the team, by the way.
0: <laughs> he's the last guy I'd go after. Like, Burn Leno, something about that guy wouldn't go. Like, you know, there's certain guys to go after, and it's like, why do you choose Garbolish? Like, it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, so apparently it's this guy that's done a bunch of robberies before. He was caught and put in prison. So shout out to Garbolish, I guess, for having a whole
0: Dude, when I see someone with a knife, it's scary, bro. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just, for me, that's scarier than anything else and yeah. for people that, like i don't know that's just
1: crazy well this one was a baseball bat is that oh where is where is that on the on the uh it's lower low weapons list? it's, it's lower, lower but it's still decent like it's a aluminum. i didn't bat. even know
0: they played baseball in england so like the fact that he had a baseball bat's kind of wild isn't it, <laughs> it like sure is. if you go to like a i i wonder if they sell baseball bats in england like if you go to like their their jd sport or something like you know
1: maybe surely they do right i don't oh. know
0: i don't think they know what baseball is bro
1: I guess so. Uh, I guess not. But but uh, well, judging by how this guy came out and didn't didn't steal and didn't win, Did
0: not no, execute,
1: yeah, probably not. Uh, so we'll go to a team that's going to go to. So there's a door open there. Obviously, United getting the win uh, helps, but Tottenham has jumped them. Tottenham mm-hmm. now sits in a place where if they win their game in hand, yeah, they're in fourth. Uh, mm-hmm. So here they come. They win two nothing against Brentford today. Brentford has struggled a lot. Uh, how much stock do you put in this victory? Canos and Ongol, Son scoring. How much stock do you put in it? And are you, are you worried that Harry Kane really hasn't gotten off and going? Well, uh,
0: I don't know, man. I, I don't really want to watch Spurs anymore. Like, that. <laughs> what? <laughs> No one. I don't think anyone's like. I want to watch Spurs this weekend, right? Like, they're not a big time team anymore. Like, okay.
1: So you're so not worried about? I don't have any,
0: like similar to City, but City's just because of their city. I uh-huh. don't know. I never know when City plays, just because no one talks about it except for Jeff. But I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. But I just goes back to the summer. They should have just sold him, dude. Like they would be doing so much better if they did that. Like, could you imagine? Yes. Even though, even though they probably only get two players with that money because teams would start like overcharging them. I feel like two players would help more than what Harry has. How many goals does he have this season?
1: That's a very good question that I am going to find out right now. Let's see. Top scorers. Salah leads with 13. Vardy's got nine. Did you know you guys have three of the top four goal scorers? Salah, yeah. 13, Jota, 8, and Mane, 7. Like, that's wild. And do you know who's in fifth without looking? So it's, it's Salah, Vardy, Jota, Mane, and then?
0: I don't know. I have no idea.
1: So after this guy that I'm going to mention, it's Antonio with six, Ronaldo with six, Rafinha with six, Bruno five, King five, Smith row five, Son has five. Do you know who – I'm going to mention the team, Watford. Tini? No, Troy Tini. Troy Dini plays in, like, Division Two now.
0: Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anyone on Watford.
1: Emmanuel Dennis. Yeah, He's I, fourth I in the league. I don't know who that is. Shout out to him. He has seven goals. Pookie has five, by the way. Um, oh. No, these people are all ahead of Harry Kane. Hell, even Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is ahead of oh, Harry Kane. Kane has one goal. Oh, my Lord. Really? Mm-hmm. You know who's tied with him, Fred, yeah. Salman Khodos, Alex Awobi. So, not great company there. Tyrone Mings, yeah. <laughs> Timo <laughs> Werner. Yeah. Timo Werner. Some of us picked him as the uh, Golden Boot. He's got one. I goal. feel
0: so. I feel so bad for Timo Werner, man. I'm, I was. I, you see him in interviews. He's like a normal guy. Like he's someone that I feel like we should root for.
1: He's got a heavy lisp. It's yeah, I it's very it's it sucks though. Deli Ali has one goal, Virgil van Dyke has a goal. Um, yeah. Even Edison Cavani, who I forgot, still plays soccer, has a goal. <laughs> so there you go. We got all these guys that have a goal um that are tied with uh, our boy Harry Kane. Yep. So is that I mean, can they get far with him not scoring? Is that what what is their deal? You're not worried about them. You do not think they will challenge. No,
0: I mean nothing about them says that they're gonna challenge. Like, I, other than Son, I can't name one consistent player for them. Like, it's yeah. right. How about you? Like, it's legit. Like, it's like okay, Son and who else? Like, Harry Kane has one goal this season. It used to be Kane and Son, but now it's like we don't even know.
1: Yeah. No, they're pretty. Uh, I don't know. They're interesting. That's bad <laughs> is what you're <laughs> trying to say. Like, they're. <laughs> It seems to me they try to defend and hope that Mora, Son, and Kane do stuff together. You know, because they have five in the back, which is the Conte way. I haven't seen them play a game under him because, again, today I was focused more on our game. Uh, Skip and Weber don't, like, do anything for me. Like,
0: I don't know. Tottenham can never be a team that carries a game as far as, like, audience. Like, you can't rely on Tottenham. Like based on name to attract viewership.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. To a yeah, non-Tottenham yeah. fan base. Like for me, like if 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 a games are on and like for example, Chelsea's on with like three other teams, there's a high chance I'm watching Chelsea, right? Yeah. 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 Same thing with a lot of teams,
1: but like Tottenham doesn't have that. Well, their their next two fixtures, Norwich, Brighton. They have chances to pick up points, and, and if you get momentum and head into fourth, it's good. And then after that, it's uh, less at Leicester, Liverpool. So it gets a little tougher after that. But uh, we'll see how they how they fare. They've got a match against Wren coming up in your Europa Conference, so that's always fun. Uh, but, yeah, we'll keep an eye out there. So let me ask you before we get into the final stretch. Which,
0: by the way, they have to win, I think. Oh, do they? To advance. No way. Or something like that,
1: yeah. Yeah, because didn't they lose to Moura? Yeah, yes. you're right, mate. Because Vitesse <laughs> is playing Mura, and they're yeah. gonna—I mean, they're gonna finagle them. Mm-hmm. So Tottenham has to win yeah. against Ren. All right, we'll see what happens because Wren leads that group. Um, fun stuff. So if those are the four teams, and I ask you right now, who's going to be fourth? You said we do it every at the Footy Corner. So I want to hear what the other people think because it's so difficult to pick out out of those four teams: West Ham, Arsenal, United, Tottenham. Fourth place.
0: Because of today, I'll go with United.
1: Okay, I am gonna that go. Goes. I am gonna go with Arsenal. I said West Ham last time. Changing my mind, even after today, I expect things from them. We'll see. I think this will all change too when you find out who buys who in January,
0: right? See and and we also have to see how United lines up with Ragnarik. It's going to be a different team, so we'll see.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, and
0: you can't be worse than Ole you like i don't think you can be but who knows we'll see i guess all right that's true and where did michael carrick go cuz
1: he left apparently after the match he yeah, it, no. it, it, to after to the win. match it said breaking carrick leaves and i'm like no shit that's cuz ragnick's coming in but apparently like he's left the entire coaching staff i don't, I don't like today he just wins and fucking takes off you know but uh i don't know i'm not sure why he left I think he's just retiring or not retiring, but he's just like a free agent. He's just know. had enough. I could probably, probably. He might try to join his buddies in the booth. Um, but you know, I don't know. Probably a gang. Um, so let's round out the the matches this week. Southampton two, Leicester two, um, Bednarik and Shay Adams scoring for the Saints, Johnny Evans and James Madison scoring for Leicester. Leeds won Palace. nil. Rafinha with a penalty in the 90 plus three, which killed a lot of people's draw parlays or draw picks. So um, Rafinha apologizes to all of you out there. Newcastle and Norwich drew 1-1. One, one. Callum Wilson with a pen and Pookie Watch. He nets one to, draw, to tie the game. Uh, Newcastle still with zero wins on the season. And then Wolves and Burnley zero zero we, we seem to have one of those every week uh, any yeah. comments on any of these matches
0: um no nothing oh yeah congratulations james Madison's going to be a father soon really yep
1: that's his first
0: yeah his girlfriend's instagram
1: so he I thought he, was, I thought
0: he was single this whole time like what what guy in a relationship has these escapades and biza <laughs> with jack grealish like that's crazy bro to be fair, that was a while ago, wasn't it? The Ibiza trip? Yeah. No, it was this year.
1: Oh well. He scores on and off the pitch. They should they should make a song for him about that. I think that'd be well, great. He needs
0: to leave Lester so he can continue to progress because he's halted, even taken steps back. In my opinion,
1: where's a good situation for him?
0: I would have said Arsenal, but it seems like they're fine now, mm-hmm. right? Um,
1: At that position, it looks like they're yeah they're set. They have a few young guys
0: um definitely not united right they got bruno not liverpool (laughs) i don't know spurs
1: yeah right i mean who where does yeah where does he go is the
0: closest like big club he could go to and start Mm
1: -hmm. yeah that's true that's true it'll be interesting to see what he does because it's like after that, you look, and Leicester used to be kind of in that tier. So, you know, is it a downward step? What if he goes to another country?
0: I'm surprised more English players. Well, they won't offer him nearly as much money. That's the problem. I think we would see that more if the money was there.
1: What would you would, do if Barcelona signed him?
0: It wouldn't <laughs> make sense. That's not going to happen.
1: May Barcelona uh, sign Brathwaite. Nothing makes sense. Sometimes
0: that's true. And he's still there by the way.
1: <laughs> um,
0: I don't know if you saw, but um, Barcelona's lineup is filled with Academy players. Now I think Chavi's apparently day young is on his way out now. Mm-hmm. Like he is totally getting rid of everyone. So.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. They have some plans Barcelona, but, uh, I, I want to mention actually something interesting. In that Norwich match, uh, Kieran Clark picked up a red card in like the ninth minute for Newcastle. So yeah. in one of their big chances to finally fucking win a game, they blew that. MBS can't be happy. Surely MBS is mega pissed. In mm-hmm. the
0: words of Nikhil, Kieran Clark is invited to the, the, the consulate. Star, I mean, yeah, the embassy <laughs> or whatever. Right? a consulate, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean... So uh, ahead, yeah, shout out Steve, who also mentioned something of that sort. It was so funny because they both said those comments at the same time. I was like, damn, that was pretty good. Um, but funny enough, looking on the other end of it, uh, Norwich, one of their um, owners, one of their famous owners, Delia Smith, uh, late in the match, apparently was, you know, being a close match. After Pookie scored, the place was rocking. Ten minutes left. Even though, it, I mean, they were man up. They should have done better. Place is rocking. Apparently, she was pictured sleeping through the final 10 or so minutes uh, and Alan Shear on the commentary joke, wake up Delia. Um, to be fair though, she's about 80 and made a 264 mile trip to the match. So uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you, what are your thoughts on the owner? Yeah. If she's eighty.
0: Year? Yeah. Um, fair yeah, play. I too well, but
1: when I mean. I'm, when
0: I'm, when I'm 80 and I travel that far for something, I'm not going to be all there. So don't blame her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fair play to delia smith
0: stay sleeping delia don't don't worry about it <laughs> he didn't miss much
1: so nothing else on those matches for you
0: no but i thought it was shocking that i mean it goes to show how bad norwich is that they played almost a whole game uh a man up and they still drew against like literally, a yeah. team yeah <laughs> yeah uh Anyway, so today, well, like that's how bad Norwich is. Like that, that, that's terrible, bro.
1: Right. Actually, while we're there, I'll go to the comments um about it. I mean, I was gonna talk about something else, but there is a comment Steve mentioned because he, he um referenced um a website. I'm gonna pull it up here in a second, but he said, How do Newcastle have higher odds to be relegated than Norwich? So this is like the perfect match to talk about that kind of a stat. That's um, true. He got the stat from 538, which does a lot of work with statistics. Currently that site, well, sh- sorry, I shouldn't say currently as of two days ago, I should check it out now. I'll, I'll do that while we're doing this, but as of two days ago, it had Newcastle at 75% to get relegated and it had Norwich at 72%. And then the next team was at 37. Watford at 37, Burnley at 33, Leeds at 20. Um, but, yeah, can you explain why Newcastle has a greater chance of getting relegated? Than, um...
0: Well, that's just assuming their squad kind of stays. If their squad stayed the same, yeah, but they, I think they're going to spend like hell or like bring in loanies. Like, you know where they say loan plus like or you could sign at the end? Mm-hmm. I think it's to be one of those things where they bring in like good players and to attract them, they'll say, all right, we're going to bring you on loan, and if we stay up, there you are, like, we're going to offer you a contract, like, so then therefore yeah. you don't sign and you're just like stuck in the championship. If you know, so right. if they can do that successfully. I, they're definitely going to stay up. Cause it, it, when you're relegation, if you just bring in like two impact players, like based on like the skill, yeah, they'll be safe. Okay. Cause then so- Cause at that point a win is huge, like three points. And it's like, gold right like I, I think they'll be fine
1: by the way this site places fourth the fourth place race we're talking about west ham 27 percent, or sorry to qualify for champions league to qual, west ham 27 united 26 arsenal 19 tottenham 11 so that's the predictions right now man city liverpool chelsea are all above 96 percent to qualify for champions league so yeah i don't know what's going on with these teams but uh it's it's wild. I, I mean, to me, it's pretty clear those two are kind of fucked, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. So today, uh, being Friday, uh, there there apparently had been a fan led review. So the fans uh, were led by some person named Tracy Crouch. Uh, don't know who that is. Uh, led a review of fans, and the fans made forty seven recommendations to the Premier League. Uh, and apparently some of these main topics that the top ones are going to be brought up to the premier league um, tomorrow or today. Sorry. The main one they want to bring up is the idea of a fan led uh, review. So, So the key recommendations are the UK government should create a new independent regulator. This independent regulator should oversee financial regulation in football rather than the premier league. Some like, you know, unbiased source. The independent regulator should establish a new fit and proper person's test to replace the existing system, which will also include an integrity test on potential owners, shout out MBS, and real-time financial checks. Fans should be consulted on all key off-field decisions through a shadow board. Um, You know, some basically things like this. The Premier League is not happy about that and does not want that. Where do you stand on them being regulated by the government
0: well i would be unhappy if i was an owner because then i'd be like well it's not really my team like i'm the one that's putting my money into this i'm the one that's spending it um i'm the one that has to go through the board meetings this that to figure everything out and you're gonna tell me who i can and can't sign or assign you know oh the premier league shit Yeah, yeah i don't know no i
1: they want to put a 10% tax on transfers, too.
0: No. Like, stop. No.
1: Is it what? too communist? Tax? Yeah. Tax? Yeah.
0: Like, what, they're going to give it to the rest of the league? I, I'm not sure.
1: I have uh, to read more into it, but yeah. Absurd. The Premier League owners are against it. Uh Neville is for it. No. Because he says that reading that report made me feel warm about the opportunity that exists for football to come together and let's not forget that at this moment in time the premier league has lost control of its own members the 14 have got a problem with the six the six have got a problem with the 14 project big picture and the european super league divided the premier league clubs as did the introduction of the saudi-backed ownership at newcastle and the divide over the fit and proper owners tests an independent regulator shouldn't be something that's feared by the premier league in fact the independent regulars number one priority should be to maintain the exceptional standard of the Premier League. So
0: which novel Gary or Phil?
1: <laughs> it is Gary. <laughs> all right.
0: It just I was gonna say <laughs> I I'm done with Phil Neville. That dude was a joke as a player. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't well, know. It's the just thing interesting. Is, they say they're losing control. Yeah all the players around the world want to come to the premier league right the yes. money's here the product is better the um i mean look at the the previous like two of the past three years the champions league winner has come from england and like i don't understand how they've lost control like i mean i could see where they say that but <clears throat> like Ultimately the premier league is putting out a better product than any other league to the point where you're attracting Cristiano Ronaldo back to the point where um, like key players in like front in France, like players from Lyon are joining like Burnley, like j- just to like be part of this league and-, and maybe some of it financially too. But like, that's where I disagree. Like the premier league is by far the best product to the point where in in its own it's just like every game has like a star player like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like even norwich like has pookie like i know it's kind of a joke but he's a star in finland and like you know it's without the premier league doing what they've done and how successful they've done it
1: i don't know oh yeah sorry That's i made a weird like... you know these things it's like I, I don't think a big change needs to be made right now. Like taxes, why dude. taxes? Yeah, that that's wild. That's gonna make transfers like transfers are exciting. You know, if you put a tax on it, Stop. Know, some of the some of the well, they have tax deals in Spain at times. And when you when you're hearing about your team making a transfer with like a Spanish team, it takes forever sometimes. Like the Thomas Party one was like done a month before it was actually done. So yeah, I, I don't know. If I want to see some of this stuff, obviously you wouldn't mind some sort of work or fix on whatever financial fair play, you know, they've been talking about. But yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a bit much. I'm just hoping that, you know, if you're going to suggest changes, make small ones that you think will improve the game. I don't think there's a need for a large change right now. I mean, the Premier League is as close as it's been in a long time. You, You have three teams that are close. You have... Teams that were not a part of the Big Six. I mean, the Big Six is no longer always the top six teams. They're scattered. You know, they're not. There are teams that sneak in between: West Ham, Leicester, Wolves. Uh, so yeah, we'll have to see. Speaking of which, uh, I on Twitter the other day, I want to shout this out before we we uh, go through one more comment. I saw this Southampton lineup from 2015-16, and if I was a Southampton fan. I'd be a little depressed right now. I've seen it. Have you seen it? In goal, Fraser Forster. Then the back line was Nathaniel Klein, Toby Alderweireld, Jose Font, Ryan Bertram. In midfield, it was Schneiderlin, Wanyama, and Ward prowse And up front they had Dusan Tadic, Graziano Pele, and Sadio Mane.
0: The only outliers there. Well, I mean, he had an electric season, but. Graziano Pele was like a one year run wonder. Like wasn't <laughs> but he, he was
1: so good that one year. He was
0: your boy. I think you liked him a lot. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: he was on my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah.
0: Graziano Pele and um I I never thought Victor Wanyama was that great, but to each third. Well,
1: you you're you're right. I mean he's in MLS now. So with <laughs> and club a nonce, right? Is that Schneiderlin? True. Wait, is Schneiderlin an official nonce or did we just call him one? He was in one of our episodes early in the year, early legit. in our career. I think he's legit a nonce. Schneiderlin? Yeah. I don't know if he is. It's Sigurdsson.
0: Me, I think they're both nonces.
1: Who's <laughs> a <Was it> nonce? <laughs> Speaking of which, we don't have nonce of the week this week. And I want to tell you why both that and the Mount Rushmores are interns behind. They have to post one nonce of the week. We'll move, we'll have that be this week's so look, we'll be on the lookout for that today. Also, one of the polls is going to go up today. One of the polls will go up in a couple of days. So by next week, we're clear. We'll do a new one. So, yeah. Anyway, you were looking up. Is he a nonce? I don't think so. What was the name of our episode?
0: It was something with Schneiderlin being a nonce. And I thought it was (laughs) because
1: he was a nonce. I guess that's what I thought. Oh, my days. Okay. I'm going to jump to one more comment before we hit the stretch run. Again, shorter episode. Um, Steve uh, tweeted his top podcast, and it wasn't us, mate. It was the Redman TV Liverpool FC podcast. Yeah, uh, and our intern tweeted at him uh, something along the lines of uh, "Woof, why aren't we number one in your book or something?" And uh, well, it looks like we're number two. So, how do you feel about being number two, one ahead of Sam's Army, two ahead of the Acme Packing Company, Green Bay Packers? and three ahead of 538 politics.
0: I'm happy with that. I used to I used to listen to Redman TV, so um yeah.
1: I mean that's good. So new goal by next December to be number 1. Thoughts.
0: We'll see. I mean Redman TV is is good. Maybe do they put out Liverpool? a lot of episodes same as us?
1: Okay. Okay. So we can do it. But oh, they talk
0: something. about Liverpool. Like, if you're a Liverpool fan, it's...
1: Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I have my Arsenal podcast. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, that's true. Steve also wanted to point out this fact that I almost lost in translation here. Uh, Joel Richards tweeted, Liverpool have now officially won more Merseyside derbies at Goodison than Everton. Yep. So there's that fact. All right. We are With officially, that- like, way better than them forever. <laughs> With that, again, week and uh, Mount Rushmore, please put those votes in at the footy corner, too. We'll go to the scores. That's it. It's prediction time. Uh, You know, a you had a rough week this week. I don't think you saw the latest standings, mate. You are going to have to try again. So the biggest week went to Steve. Now I got to start
0: playing it safe.
1: Yeah. Well, there are two races that have picked up. So the biggest weeks went to Steve at 19 and Nikhil with 19. Then Brian and myself had 16. Jeff had 13. You had nine. (laughs) So you were a little hard done by the later matches. Where does this put us? You were in first with 179. Brian's in second with 176. He's three behind you. You just made it interesting for yourself. Then there's a bit of a gap. I have 169. Steve's one behind me at 168. You ready for this? Jeff has 157. Nick Hill's only six behind him with 151. So despite missing a week, we are six points away from a Canadian caboose. So both at the top and at the bottom, we have a bit of a race. Um, and then Steve and I are one apart. So, again, Ari 179, Brian 176, me 169, Steve 168, Jeff 157 to kill 151. Ready to make our picks. I think I already have Steve's, by the way. So, Steve, you're good. Everyone else, make your picks. we will remind you to, uh, today. All right, you ready? Yeah. It's a tough first game. The first match is West Ham hosting Chelsea. 6.30 a.m. Central uh, at Olympic Stadium. I'm taking West Ham 2, Chelsea 2. Mikel Antonio.
0: I'm going to go with Chelsea 2, West Ham 1, and um, one second. Okay. I was going to say
1: Mason Mount's been your guy. He's, Kai he's scored you a point. You're going Havertz? Yeah. Okay. In a match I don't think anyone will watch Newcastle hosting Burnley. Can Newcastle win the first game? I say no. I say Newcastle 0 Burnley 2, Maxwell Cornetts my goal score.
0: Um I have Burnley winning um, mm, 2-1. I wanted to say 1-0. I'll I'll go with 1-0. Okay. one Burnley and I'll go Wood.
1: Okay, Wood. Uh, Wolves host Liverpool. I think this will be one of the tougher matches Liverpool's had, and in, in it being midweek, but I still think they win. I got Wolves one, Liverpool two, Mohamed Salah. Two, one, Salah.
0: Mm, three, one, Salah. Three, one.
1: <laughs> I knew that going to happen. Southampton hosting Brighton, a little South Coast action over here uh, in England. I'm going to go one, one, because they tend to play each other pretty well. Uh, and I'll go Che Adams as my goal scorer. He's been pretty hot lately.
0: I'll say Southampton two. Um, Southampton two, Brighton one, and I'll go Chatham's as well.
1: All right, Watford hosting City, uh, Watford zero, City three. And I, I could never tell who's going to score. I'm gonna go Raheem Sterling.
0: So I'll go same scoreline. Um, I'll go. I don't know who's starting. Yeah, uh, I know.
1: No one knows who's starting. Phil Foden didn't play much less. I don't think he played, he was on the bench. Last. Take,
0: who takes their pens.
1: I don't know, mate. I gonna Well, Jeff was saying that they haven't had a pen in a long time. So I don't think anyone knows. And it might have been Gundigan way back in I'll the I'll go Gundigan. Okay. Three nothing Gundigan. then. All right. Uh Leeds Brentford. Brentford's been struggling. Leeds has actually looked pretty Fred's good. Lately. At sterling. 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 Three nothing right. sterling. Okay. Leeds Leeds has looked good lately. I'm gonna go Leeds two, Brentford one, Rafinha, because he always scores.
0: Who's at home? Uh Leeds is at home. He's at home, yeah. 2-1, mm-hmm. and wow, Rafinha, that's bold. You're going bold with that, bro. I'm not going to – I disagree with that. Who's their striker? Mate, he's one
1: of the top scorers in the league.
0: No. How is that bold? He's, he's not a He's not a striker, man. Just...
1: <laughs> you had this talk one episode, and you thought he was a fullback.
0: I still think he's a fullback. That's he's his natural position, fullback.
1: bro. That's Vlad, Rafinha natural. is eighth in the league, and he has as many goals as Cristiano Ronaldo
0: relax bro he's I'll the go, top
1: scoring Brazilian in the Premier League
0: I'll go R- Rodrigo assuming okay. he starts uh-huh yeah well, what's your score 2-1 two, 2-1 one. Two, one. okay
1: Man United hosting Crystal Palace I think United with their win today is getting back on track I'm gonna go 2-1 and I'll take I shouldn't take Ronaldo he played the whole game today I'll take Ronaldo Man United 2 Palace 1 Ronaldo I'm going
0: to go 2 0 uh, Ronaldo as well. He's the only consistent scorer on that team, I'd say. Right?
1: It's true. Yeah. Tottenham hosting Norwich. And as much as I think it'd be fucking hilarious if Norwich won, I think that might make my day. I'll take Tottenham to Norwich. nil, no, And Harry Kane's got to score at some point. So I'm just going to keep picking him.
0: I'm going to go 2 0 as well, but I'm not going to pick him.
1: Yeah. That's um, probably smart.
0: I'll go with Son.
1: It's also probably smart. Uh, Villa hosting Leicester. We mentioned it. Villa's been better. Taking them 2-1 at home. Ollie Watkins.
0: Um yeah. 2-1 uh Ollie Watkins. Uh, All right. Villa.
1: All right. Everton hosts Arsenal on Monday night football. Uh I we have to beat them, sure. So I'll go Everton one, Arsenal two. And I don't know who to pick because I so I have on my sheet a bombing slash Lacazette. Lacazette didn't play today. I think he'll I think he might get action. I'm going to go with Lacazette cuz Aubameyang missed a, an easy sitter today when he could have tied the game late. I'm going to go Lacazette, I think he scores at least one, maybe two.
0: I'll go 2-1 and someone that's involved in the attack recently, I guess, is Odegaard. So I'll go with Odegaard cuz I can't trust okay. Aubameyang anymore.
1: <laughs> I don't think anyone can. So and you got 2-1 Arsenal, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, so there are the picks. Everyone again at the footy corner two, and let's round it out with the gambling corner. And our scores well, let's put it this way everybody was negative this week. And I think in general, this podcast is really bad at fake betting. Um, (laughs) I mean, we have this when I go over the scores, you'll see it's horrendous. The guy that's in first hasn't bet in like eight weeks. So we'll start with, well, you and Brian are trying to like hit it big. And you are you guys are doing that thing where if you hit once, it's over. Like you're not going to bet anymore. Right. So I'll, <laughs> I'll start with the guy that was closer. Brian went with a three draw parlay, three matches getting draws. Newcastle and Norwich did draw. Okay. Southampton Leicester did draw. Are you ready for this? He needed Leeds and Palace to draw as well. And and Leeds scored in the 93rd minute. Had he nailed that bet, he would have won $412 off $10. Wow. He would have been way ahead, but he didn't. He loses 10. So he's there. You had a big parlay. You lost 7. And you, you picked there's a five thing parlay. You hit two of them. So I don't think you're going to be too mad about, you know, you usually get mad if you miss one, right? Chelsea did not win by more than one. Leicester didn't win. And Kane did not score. You did get New York, Norcastle, Norcastle, Newcastle, Norwich under three and a half. And you got Villa Manchester city over two and a half. I, I'm telling you, I'm seeing something in these over unders. It's always a good bet. Um, Another person that got – so that was minus seven. You didn't lose ten, so that's good. Steve lost five on a Leeds Palace draw, and you ready for this? I feel kind of bad. He went Chelsea, City, Liverpool, Arsenal parlay, and it was going to hit until Arsenal lost today. Wow. And he had put five to win a lot. Uh, I'm going to go back right now and just double-check what that value is. It was – nope, that's not his. It was to win – Oh, not a lot. 3852. It would have put him way ahead though. So he yeah. lost 10. And I lost 428. I got Arsenal wrong. That's three bucks there. I I did pick Southampton Leicester draw. Wait, they drew. Uh-oh. I made an error. No, they drew. I meant to say that I had them under two and a half goal or three and a half goals and they scored four. So that didn't, or under two and a half, they didn't hit. And then Tottenham-Brentford under two and a half did hit. So I only lost 428 this week. Where does that put us? You ready for the numbers? Trevor, who hasn't bet in like 100 weeks, is in first place now at 240. Steve is now only positive 115. And then I'm in third at negative 2988. Our in fourth at negative 6059. And Brian's in fifth at negative 7912. If you combine all of our scores, we're down over 100 and 30 bucks. <laughs> is Close Riyad
0: not, What? Is, is Riyad Mahrez
1: do you think he's going to start? <laughs> <laughs> what is where's your bet going mate? Do I don't know if he's, he's going to start. start. And you And is I he a lefty or ever, righty? He's a lefty. I just don't trust Pep in fantasy or in betting mate. I just that's that's my final word to you. I do not trust Pep. Hmm. all right should i name my bets while you're picking out obviously a long parlay right now (laughs) you know what i'm gonna do something like you and brian do next week i'm gonna do a big ass parlay but on the side i'll do other bets so this week's like a low reward meh risk for me um i'm gonna go with the first thing i'm gonna pick my big money is gonna go in an under i'm going newcastle burnley under two and a half goals, because I mean, they're shit teams, minus 115. So I'm putting $6 to win 521. I'm just trying to win some money back. Okay. So Newcastle Burnley under two and a half goals. I'm going with the West Ham Chelsea draw, $2 to win 540. So that would be my big win. And then I'm going Arsenal, $2 to win 230. Arsenal's at plus 115, by the way. Um, whereas West Ham Chelsea draws plus 270. So those two are a little risky. But my, my locked-in bet, if I were to tell everyone, hey, take this to the bank, Newcastle Burnley under two and a half. All right. Let's hear what you got. So. Five-team parlay. Seven. Seven? Oh, my God. All right. Let's they're, hear it. They're
0: locks. They're locks.
1: They're all locks.
0: Okay. Um, There's not one I'm not confident in hitting. But it, well, the reason why I asked is because I was going to bet on Riyad Mahrez scoring with his left foot, but it was only plus 130.
1: What? <laughs> Those are terrible odds, mate.
0: Yeah, his right foot was like plus 600, which is yeah, why I asked he can, that. Yeah,
1: he's left-footed.
0: <laughs> so was, I was, I if, if it was higher, I would have put on him scoring he, with his left foot. He,
1: he does the Arjun Robin cut in all the time. All yeah, the it was
0: time. plus 130. So apparently chances he's of him gonna scoring score with, with his left, left foot. foot
1: are very high. I <laughs> assume back in the day, the
0: Arjun Robin <laughs> scoring with his left foot was like a minus 200. <laughs>
1: Especially with the teams they were playing against.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, so let's hear it. So I'm gonna make it quick. Liverpool money line. It's uh-huh. minus two fifty-five. Yeah. Um Burnley or Draw, which okay. is minus one fifty-five. <clears throat> uh-huh. Chelsea or draw, minus four seventy-five. Okay. Southampton or draw, minus two fifty-five. Tottenham uh-huh. money line. Yep. Against Norwich. Right. I was thinking about going, winning by more than one goal, but didn't um, happen last I week. For you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and United beating Palace—that's uh-huh. that's, that's the one that I'm I'm nervous about. One eighty, and Man City to win and the over two point five goals at minus one seventy five.
1: Over two point five goals. Yes. Where does this put? Everyone? What is that plus at?
0: Uh, one thousand two hundred and thirteen.
1: Okay, and how much money are you putting in?
0: Nine (laughs) dollars.
1: Nine, uh He's saving a dollar. Good job. You go to the dollar store.
0: Um, one hundred and nine dollars and twenty one cents. Oh,
1: okay. Okay, I mean, it's all gonna hit. Are you putting that dollar on anything else? No. Uh, should I put it on Riyad Mahrez? <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna do it? You know what? Screw it. Yeah, I'm gonna put a dollar on. <laughs> I mean, it's a dollar. So yeah, you'd yeah. win what one thirty? Yeah, <laughs> it was plus one thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, it'll be incredible. Yeah, it'll be amazing. <laughs> so you might as well. It's for fun. Yeah. Uh, so there's your. <laughs> Which one is your lock? Like if you were to pick one of those to be an absolute lock.
0: Well, I don't want to give like um a bad value. Um I would go with wow, I just okay, sorry. What's in
1: Southampton or draw?
0: Minus 255, but I would go with Man City win against uh-huh. Watford and over 2.5 goals scored. Yeah. I think City themselves can cover three goals against Watford. And I think them winning is a lock. I mean, right. like, what they win three to one or or um, two to one or whatever you want to call it. Three. I mean, I think I think three goals are scored in that game. I think City okay. can cut that themselves, and um, and they might have to if if Watford creeps one in. Uh huh. So yeah, 75.
1: I mean, that's a good shot. That's a very good shot. I agree. That might be worth putting like twenty bucks on, seeing what happens. Um. Yeah. Steve says, I thought the gap was narrowing, but fuck, these boys have lost some money. <laughs> so yeah, we're total as a group. We're under, I think we're under, to be honest, 150, but let's see what we can, let's win some dough this week. Let's get it back. If you hit on that one Oh nine and I hit on my bets and Brian hits on his mega parlay, that he's surely going to put Steve hits on his, maybe Trevor makes a bet. Cause he's the only one that wins money. We can get it let's do this as a group. Let's get above zero. As a group,
0: Bro, I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna make this bet in real life because I just made it and I am so confident in this. The 100%. only one I'm iffy on is the Man United against Crystal Palace. That's the only one I'm nervous about.
1: Well, I uh, yeah, I, I I could see that. Like that it could be a draw. Yeah. Well, I could see that. So I, I'm gonna do one next week. I'm joining you. I think I think there's some thrill to this. So, um, bro, that there's not a loser in that.
0: I like the or draw
1: options. Yes. those are good.
0: The United game, mark my words, and if this is going to bite me in the ass, if this parlay, if
1: it loses, it's going to be because of that. Did you ever think of just taking them out of it? (laughs) Like, if you really are that scared, I'm sure you're only plus seven forty four. Only. You'll still win like 70 bucks. Well, I guess then you'll be close to zero.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. All or nothing. All right. There I we mean, go. I mean, United should right. take care of business. They're at home. Yeah.
1: So let's That's what just I like go. To hear. Go with it.
0: Okay. All Actually, right. so- in my actual bet, I'm taking them out. So,
1: <laughs> so you're going to do an actual bet on it, though, right? Mm-hmm. Put like, what, five bucks on it or something? Uh, 21. 21. Oh. So if it hits, you're going to win like, fuck a lot aren't you yeah 200s
0: i was gonna uh, say i know patterson's no. hit on a couple really oh,
1: 156 oh yeah because you've took them out of it you're right yeah. patterson's hit on a couple big bets lately so i want to give him a shout out um anything you want to say before we log off another you know quick this one was a little shorter but again good stuff good content uh next week we'll we're gonna go back to one episode so i apologize you know get a little spoiled there folks but uh We'll go back to one for the next couple of weeks. We got a wedding to go to then, and then the panel. We will have our Christmas episode just a little before Christmas, so then everyone can enjoy those over Boxing Day and and, and Christmas and so forth. So, anything for you to say as we log off?
0: I just realized there was a um, no um, uh, no. Really, <laughs> get your, I want to give get a get shot. Get vaccine. Get vaccinated. Do the right. I was going to say.
1: I want to give a shout out. Even though Arsenal lost today, both Chicago teams won. So I saw that while we were recording. Bulls beat the Knicks. and they the, Hawks, the actually, Hawks won against the Capitals in a shootout. In Washington. In Washington, yes. And then the Bulls won at New York against the Knicks. Uh, so that's good. Very good. And great. I want to tell everyone, even Jeff. Jeff, it was on TSN the other night. Tonight, at 8 o'clock Central, 9 Eastern, this is your chance to see the future number one team in the nation. All right? Purdue takes on Iowa at home. If they win, they will be number one. These are the top two scoring teams in the nation, Purdue and Iowa? Iowa. Yeah, the top two scoring teams in the nation are going head-to-head. They're both 7-0. I'm telling you right now, folks, if Purdue wins, they're number one. They're, they're, their student section is coming in with a blackout, so it's going to be rocking in Mackey Arena. Um, like I said, the game apparently on... Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? They won by 28 against Florida state. Yeah. Jeff could have watched it. It was on TSN. It was one of the first games on TSN. And I think it's because um Zach Eady. We have a player that's Canadian, Jeff, because he's Canadian. It was actually broadcast on TSN. That so, I
0: think he'll, be, I think he'll be in the NBA. You think so? Yeah. Easily. He's more, he's pretty agile for a big guy. He's, he's really dynamic for a seven foot four guy. That's ridiculous, mm-hmm. dude.
1: Yeah. This is, I mean, this is a team that's 10 deep. Their bench is good too. I mean, All of a sudden, Trevion Williams has handles. (laughs) Like, he's not just a post-up guy. Um, So, anyway, folks, get a a look. Take a look because it could be the first time in history, and I'm just fucking excited about that. So, if I have to sacrifice Arsenal tonight for this tomorrow, I'm taking it. So, watch that. Pray for all Purdue fans because we've never been number one. So, fucking watch that and let's go. Um, That's it. Anything you want to say then? Nope. All right. Let's hope. The spirit of Unai Emery haunts Iowa, so let's turn it to Unai Emery. Aloha, love you guys.
0: Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening.